If you're like me, you may play golf once or twice a week when the weather's good, which means there are five or six other days when you're not touching a golf club, but yet you want to get better nonetheless. So in this episode of the Golf IQ Pod, we're going to break down a few of the go-to stretches and mobility exercises that we do from the office and from home, and that may help you too. All right, so Marty, a lot of golfers are stuck in the office most times. It's sort of their fatal flaw in many ways, right? But we have good news because there's a lot of ways you can get better at golf in the office. Like all these small little gains, things you can do every day from your desk that will actually have big dividends when you do get to the golf course, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about things you can do from the office that's going to help your game. So Maddie, is there anything that jumps to mind for you as something that you like to do when, you know, in order to keep your game sharp before the season gets going? Yeah. So uh, one thing that comes to mind right away is that I used to rehearse my takeaway a lot. Yeah, this is a big one. Pros love doing this too. Yeah. And I mean, I'm somebody that really struggled with taking it really far inside. And it's just a good way to keep yourself kind of like on the right on the right swing path and really avoid making any mistakes and like forming bad habits before the season starts yeah and like i remember talking to max homer about this once actually and he was saying that he does this every single day i mean a pg tour player does this every single day he gets in front of a mirror and just practices making certain moves making sure his takeaways in a good spot and again that's something that like you do from the i see you doing it at your desk all the time right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think about it as like muscle memory. I think the easiest thing you can do is to develop those small movements and really perfect little things so that it feels second nature when you're actually out on the course. Then you don't feel stuck or like your swing is in a rut and you're just setting yourself up for success when you're actually able to get out on the range. Yeah, exactly. All these little movements, even though you're not swinging a club, your body's going to remember how these joints and arms and everything is sort of moving when the time does come to pick up a club. Uh, speaking of which, one thing I've been doing a lot of this off season is working on my hip mobility. Now, this is like a big thing, right? Like yeah. when you're sitting behind a desk or all day you're sitting down your hips are just getting tighter and tighter and the hips are obviously incredibly important to having a good long powerful golf swing absolutely so one thing i do is i try to basically keep my upper body really still try to keep my knees really still and just focus on turning my hips back and through sort of like turning them in a barrel to use that swing mm-hmm. and that's something that's really helped me recently um do you do anything like that with your game too Um, I mean, I think fitness is really important. If I do have chance to go to the gym, um, I'm absolutely working on mobility. Yeah. This is a big buzzword among good players, right? Like keeping mobile is not just about lifting weights. It's about moving your body in a sort of free, freeing way. Absolutely. I mean, there are a lot of uh, our instructors that we work with, fitness instructors, and I think one of the biggest things that they talk about are just having healthy hips. Right. Because, I mean you'd be surprised how much it's going to improve your game when you're able to just make a little bit more of a turn or if you're able to really like 
have that separation that you were talking about with that uh, exercise. Right, that... and so like one way I would do this is like, you could put both hands sort of on your desk or on the back of a chair or something like that. And then that's gonna prevent your upper body from turning. And then from there, just turn your hips sort of back and forth. You, you may be quite surprised at how limited that is, um, but that's sort of the point, right? You're trying to isolate your hips and then practice that range of motion, getting them bigger and smaller, bigger and smaller. Right. Yeah. So you were saying that a uh, tip from Jason Gus popped into your mind. He's a teacher we work with all the time, a Golf Digest Best in State. And you said that this has become sort of a go-to for you too, right? Absolutely. Um, I remember I actually got the tip from him back when COVID first started. So it was like three years ago, which oh, is nuts. Yeah. Um, and he uses the carpet um, or like your flooring mm. to uh, help you visualize where your weight shift needs to happen in your swing. Mm. And it's something small that I think uh, a lot of golfers could use uh, to improve their weight transfer. Um, and I mean, I noticed that I was getting more compression out of my irons. I was hitting it just a little bit further. I mean, it's obviously not going to give you like 20 more yards, but totally. I noticed a big difference in um, like just how my irons felt and how my driver felt. Um, and so I think it's a great drill. Uh, basically what you do is you stand on like a seaming in your house or in your office. And um, you wanna think about like if your carpet is under your left or your lead foot, you wanna think about pushing your weight and like getting your weight into that lead foot. Uh, so if there's like a line between two tiles or something, mm -hmm. right? Like you're basically, treating that as the golf ball is that is that what's happening yeah exactly so okay. you would you would think about setting that seam up right down the middle because you want it to be exactly where your ball placement would be and uh, then so your goal for using it to improve your weight shift right yep. you want to get behind that line on the back swing mm -hmm. and then you want to get what back forward exactly on the i think about it as a great drill for uh really getting that like downswing started mm. because that's where a lot of people get stuck is getting that weight transfer back forward yeah i think a lot of people are fine getting their weight back but it's getting the weight forward and in the right way right like you don't want to sway you don't want to move um which reminds me of another drill that we got from erica larkin on her instagram um i think she posted it uh a while back but it's a great drill where you just like hold the ball on the wall so you set it up right around your hip and you practice just making a backswing so that's going to keep you from swaying and then i recommend the jason gus drill for that downswing for initiating that uh that weight transfer yeah and so they're both kind of keying in on that weight transfer right and for the for the erica one another awesome teacher we work with all the time so you can use like a medicine ball or a swiss ball right you just kind of put it up against the wall and the goal is you're kind of trying to press your hips into it right exactly you just don't want the ball to fall mm. so what you'll notice is if you are somebody that tends to sway back even if it's just a slight amount you don't realize that you're doing it yeah. and this is really going to make you aware of if you're swaying yeah so if that ball drops you just want to think about holding the ball if it does drop then maybe that's something that you should shift your focus towards mm. for the season um yeah and it, it that's sort of underlining the fact that sequencing is this buzzword in your golf swing, but really that's what we're talking about when we're talking about weight shift. And it's that is the thing that good players do well mm -hmm. and that higher handicaps do really poorly, right? To your yeah. point, they make a big turn on the backswing, they sway onto their right side, and then they just never get back forward. Often that's what causes them to come over the top, it causes yep. chunks and thins and just 
all sorts of headaches. These are things that, or movements rather, that you can do in the office or from home or wherever that will actually start showing up in your swing and you don't need to hit golf balls in order to do it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that there are a lot, like you said, a lot of small things that you can do that are going to make a big improvement in your game. And you don't need, I mean, you don't even need a golf club to do it. You can use one, but um, you don't need it. Uh, I think the rehearsals make a huge difference. Yeah, do it in slow motion, do it without a golf ball. And honestly, you'll be surprised. It's just about fitting in these little moments of practicing wherever you are that will end up paying big dividends for your game later on. <laughs>